0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. we got to go, got to get up. You can't be lazy dragging around this morning. Let's go. And uh, you and I, got gotta, we're obligated to get out the gospel. The Bible tells us, go ye into all the ends of the earth and preach the gospel. And that's what we're doing, Dan, by the internet, by the uh, live streaming, by the radio, by the printed page, by the spoken word wherever there's someone to we'll stand around and hear the gospel. And we praise the Lord for all the radio stations that the Lord has given us, and then for our folks who support this broadcast on a regular basis, and folks write me and tell me they appreciate the message, appreciate the old trailblazer, and being true to their soul. That's what that's what it's all about, Dan, just being true to their soul. And I thank the Lord for old Dan getting us in and out, here and there and yonder, down at, down at the cotton gin or the railroad tracks or the, water tank or wherever we stand around, folks standing around. That's what the old trailblazer used to do. They put the old uh saddlebag on, put the Bible in the saddlebag and the old pistol in the other one, and uh, ride out and go spend the night with a uh, preaching and then spend the night with a local family there somewhere, get up the next morning, head out to the next station where they're gonna preach, may maybe in a home, maybe in a barn, maybe there on the only uh around around the logging camp. That's what the old trailblazer did. He'd go to the logging camp, and there'd be eight or ten men standing around waiting for him. He'd preach a message, and and hit the saddle and go on down the road. But that's what the old trailblazer does. I I appreciate uh, having better transportation than we had back then. And then I appreciate the radio airwaves that we have. The Lord gave us these things, and I praise the Lord for modern technology. Don't you, Dan? So let's get back. Let's get back to our our message this morning. We saw in our last study there that God had made no provisions for the salvation of fallen angels, but the Bible sets forth throughout its pages a story of the redemption of fallen man uh, who was created by the Lord, but willfully and wickedly rebelled against the Most High God. We saw that in our last study. Man willfully, willfully rebelled. But the Lord says here, I will take away that heart that rebelled against me. I will make a vessel of honor fit for the master's use. That's 2 Timothy 2.21. Oh, what love, the love of God that passes knowledge. What grace, what mercy. Here we behold the wonder of divine sovereignty and of infinite. Here we behold the wonder of divine sovereignty and of infinite grace, that mighty angel should be cast into the fire forever. and yet God made a covenant that man, poor sinful man, He'll restore, restore, and make him new, give him a new heart. A new heart also will I give you. I can't get over that this morning, Dan. The Lord said He gives us a new heart. I'll give you a new heart, and I'll take away that stony heart. Oh, I believe in my own apprehension that the Lord puts that new heart right alongside of the old heart. But the Scripture says that sin will not have dominion over us. Do you, do you my listener friend, do you uh, seek the Lord's uh, grace and mercy for your life? He says, I'll take away that stony heart. You may not be saved, but the Lord give you this promise. I'll take away that stony heart. I, I know men and women with hearts that are so hard, The old trailblazer can't pierce that heart. Oh no, nothing that I can say or do. But I tell you what, I've seen the Lord take the stoniest heart. I've seen the Lord take the most stubborn individual, seemingly that ever lived, similar to what the old trailblazer was, and take that, take the power of God, take the powerful preaching by some true God's man, and take that, and as it were, take a dagger of the truth, take a dagger. Can you picture that like a dagger? It's a dagger of truth and thrust it into that heart and cause it to be renewed. That's when the Lord gives you that new heart. He said he takes away the old heart. That's what he does, my friend. Listen, listen, I'll give you a heart of flesh. What we have now is a stone. We have a stony heart. That's what the Lord called a stony heart. You know how it is with a a, a, a brick or a piece of stone or, or or a piece of rock you can't you can take a you can take a sharp object and maybe scratch on it a little bit but you can't make much of an impression on it but the Lord gives you a soft heart and I've dealt with individuals whom the Lord has saved and I've seen I've seen that change come over them slowly seemingly and I've seen them the newness of life there and I've heard their testimony one of the one of the greatest blessings that the old trailblazer has ever had and i often tell folks here about it back when i was young and the lord began to deal with my heart and going there at the new orleans where the trail where the pastor was preaching the message all the time and i was able to go pretty often and i got to know the saints of god Oh, the saints of God that I got to know before they passed on. Many of them, I conducted their funerals. I had the pleasure of conducting their funeral. But I got to know them, and I heard their, their testimony. Old fishermen down there on Grand Bayou, hard, hard as nails seemingly, but how the Lord had dealt with their hearts under the preaching of the late Pastor Shelton. And they come to see themselves as sinners. And they come to see themselves as hopeless and helpless. And then they told of the magnified uh, grace of God. Oh, my friend, I've, all over this world, I've, all over this nation, I have met individuals who's had a stony heart from birth. And over time, some young, some old. The Lord thrust that air of conviction there and, and let them see that's what conviction is, letting you see yourself as you are. Just see yourself as you are. That's the revelation that we see. We see uh, what a wicked heart we have. We see how far we are from God, just like the prodigal son. He went off on his own because of rebellion in his heart, and, and his daddy gave him uh, what he had coming, and, and he went off and spent it on the riotous, riotous living, harlots and whores and and uh, loose living, and uh, it was all—it was all for a purpose. It was, you know, what the purpose of God is. He said, "All things work together for our good," but He used that uh, occasion to to show that young man that he had nothing. He spent all that he had, and he joined himself to a hog farmer. What a come down for a Jewish boy! And he stayed there in that hog pen. I don't know how long he stayed. Maybe it was a month. Maybe it was a week. Maybe it was a year. I don't know. But his time was so bad that he ate of the pig food, hog food. I used to slop hogs when I was a kid, mix up that old uh, uh, sour food at night and let it sour overnight and give it to them hogs the next morning. Surely I didn't want any of that. But this old boy was starving. Every sinner outside of Christ is starving for the grace of God. Did you know that? Just starving for the grace of God. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. But that that young man uh, stayed there. Until one day, the Holy Spirit came there like he did to the old trailblazer. What marvelous, what a marvelous day, my friend. What a marvelous time. It may have happened over a period of time. He began to see himself. And it says he came to himself. That's what every sinner does. My awakened sinner, you hear me? Have you ever come to yourself? That's just an expression the Lord used. He came to himself. He saw who he was and what he was by nature and the judgment that he was under. That's what coming to yourself mean. And he said, I know what I'll do. The Lord gave him grace. I know what I'll do. I'll go home. I believe he got up that morning out there in that hog pen, and he threw that slop bucket over the fence and climbed that old rail fence. And he smelt just like a hog. And he said, I know what I'll do. I'll go home. And I'll tell my dad I'm not worthy to be one of his sons. Just make me one of the hired servants. My friend, when the Lord deals with your heart, you take the low place. No more are you so proud. No more are you the big shot. No more are you the big macho, macho. No, no. You come down, friend. That old boy came down. The Lord gave us that story. I believe it's a true story. To see exactly what we are. We think we somebody come. Man he gathered up all his friends and his neighbors that wanted to go with him, a bunch of young men, and they headed out with that with them all of that money and they, they turned all those animals into into money and they went out to their brothels and the in the places of ill refute and spent it on riotous living. Had a big time, didn't he? Until it all ran out. And his friends left him. Did you know your friends leave you when the Lord opens your heart? Oh, you got friends, my friend. But your worldly friends will leave you when you tell them you're a lost sinner. They'll look at you with a cock-eyed, think you're crazy. Well, maybe you are. But he got up and started home. He throwed that slop bucket down. Every sinner. Oh, my friend, I've known folks who call me and say, uh, Can I get saved uh, uh, shacking up? No, no, you can't. Can I get saved sucking on these old... Cancer sticks, no, no. The Lord will take those things away from him. That old filthy habit. But my friend, that's just a slop bucket. That's what he had, nothing but a slop bucket. All he owned in this world was a slop bucket. And he throwed it over the fence and bid those hogs goodbye. And he started home. I don't know how far he was. He might have been a mile or a hundred miles or whatever. But he started home. And I believe his father... Every day, he went out on the front porch as the sun was going down, anticipating seeing his son come home. And this particular evening, as he looked way out over the horizon, he saw this old raggedy, filthy, stinking boy coming home. And he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Told his servants, bring forth the best robe. Get some shoes and put on his feet. Get a ring. Kill the fatted calf. Do you know there's more rejoicing In heaven when one sinner repents. Oh, my friend, go there and find that verse and read it. I don't have it in front of me. There's rejoicing in heaven when one sinner repents. There's rejoicing here when we find out one of you are coming to the Lord. That one of you are seeking the Lord. That one of you out there whom we know and love. You come to the place where you need. You need a washing, a cleansing. Oh, my friend. That's what Christ does. He said, I'll give you a new heart. He gave that old boy there a new heart and a new spirit. No longer was he the big dog on the farm. No, sir. He was, he was like the little puppy under the table. And uh, there at the Phoenician Syroph- woman, she told the Lord, said, don't the dogs, don't the puppies under the table get the crumbs that fall? Oh, my friend, that's what we are, just a little puppy. Just a little puppy. Have you ever taken your place as a law center? My friend, you will before Christ is revealed to you. If the Lord didn't break all of that spirit and you got to heaven, you take a wheelbar and a pickaxe, begin to pick up the gold streets and go to try to find a place to sell it. I'm telling you, the Lord has to break all that. He breaks that pride. Are you proud? Proud of what? Proud that you're a poor old sinner? My friend, there's no more pride. There won't be no pride in heaven. No, no, no. There won't be no pride in heaven. You may be proud. Here, ask the Lord to break that. You know, the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. Have you ever asked the Lord to save you? You old truckers out there, my old friend out there on 18-wheeler, have you ever asked the Lord to save you? When you climb down out of that cab and get some fuel, look in that big old mirror and say, Lord, would you save me? For, would you save me for Christ's sake? This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorf, bringing you another message from God's Word, and we're looking at the... The Lord giving a depraved sinner a new heart. We'll get back there tomorrow. We kind of got off our subject today. But I wish you would. like me, let me hear from you, write me, and help me with the broadcast if you possibly can. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here, area code 225-664-8658. Goodbye and God bless you until tomorrow.